And I want to talk about the vision in the Spirit. In this case, Peter was wide awake. He was praying. And then something happened. Something happened in Peter that shut off all of the sensory perception. Sight, taste, smell, hearing was closed up. And though Peter was still in the same place, he saw things and experienced things that no one else saw, heard, or experienced. So then in this case, it is a supernatural act of God to shut off all your senses so that you hear only what he wants you to say. Now go with me to Acts chapter 10. Acts chapter 10. In Acts chapter 10 and verse number 9. Now actually the ver very beginning of verse 9 picks up with the travelers that are coming from Cornelius' house and that's why it looks kind of strange when it says on the morrow as they went on their journey. That means those people who are traveling from Cornelius' house to find Peter. Peter went up on the housetop to pray about the sixth hour. Now that's not unusual. That was common in their day. And he became very hungry and would have eaten. But while they made ready, he fell into a trance. I'll have more to say about that later. And he saw heaven opened, and a certain vessel descending unto him as it had been a great sheet knit at the four corners and let down to the earth. Wherein were all manner of four-footed beasts of the earth and wild beasts and creeping things and fowls of the air. And there came a voice to him, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, Not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. This vision was telling Peter to violate the dietary laws of the Jews. And the voice spake unto him again the second time, What God hath cleansed, that called not thou common. That was done three times. And then the vessel was received up again into heaven. Now, while Peter doubted in himself what this vision which he had seen should mean, behold, the men which were sent from Cornelius had made inquiry for Simon's house and stood before the gate. What was the vision about? The vision was telling Peter, you are to go to the Gentiles, although he did not understand it that way. When the Gentile believers came from Cornelius' house to get Peter, he did not make the connection, but he went with them. Later, when he preached in Cornelius' house, a house of Gentiles, the Holy Spirit fell. And then Peter said later, who was I, you know, to forbid the Holy Spirit? Who was I not to baptize these people in water since the gift of the Holy Spirit was given to them just like it was to us? So he understood then, you see, what the vision was all about. Now this is a vision. And I want to talk about the vision in the Spirit. In this case, Peter was wide awake. He was praying. And then something happened. Something happened in Peter that shut off all of the sensory perception. Sight, taste, smell, hearing was closed up. And though Peter was still in the same place, he saw things and experienced things that no one else saw, heard, or experienced. So then in this case, it is a supernatural act of God to shut off all your senses so that you hear only what he wants you to say. To get there, we submit to God. Usually it happens in a profound state of worship or prayer where our spirit and his spirit is just communing. And we are lost in the Lord. We don't realize that anything has happened or anything has changed. We just move right into this experience without knowing that we are really into it before we know we're in it. We're ushered in by the Holy Spirit as we submit to walking with him. Now, this happens when we're awake. The word in the Bible, trance, is the Greek word E-K-S-T-A-S-I-S. -S. It means a sudden stupor or religious rapture due to fear or astonishment. 
suddenly it comes upon you. Sometimes people in a worship service, I've heard people talk about this, having experiences with God in a worship service where they saw things and they heard things that no one else heard or saw. Others were praising God and, and did not know that this was even going on with this person. But in the midst of that attitude of worship and praise and prayer, something began to happen in someone's spirit. It can happen in an altar service. How many of you have ever seen people slain in the spirit and lay there for seemingly forever? What's happening? Many times God is speaking to them deep things that doesn't concern anybody else. I'm not saying that every person that is slain in the spirit is in a trance. No, that's not what I'm saying. You might look at it this way. In a trance, when you go into a spirit-led trance, the mind is so dominated by the Spirit of God that external impressions are temporarily held in abeyance. There may be somebody standing right beside you and you knew they were standing there, but it makes no difference to you when you go into a trance. <laughs> you don't pay any attention to them being there. You don't pay any attention to anything that's going on around you. You really don't know anything that's going on around you. Howard Hill, <laughs> Howard Hill, when he was here, said one church he went to and preached a revival, he said God knocked him flat on the platform. How, do you, how many of you were here that night when he told about that? You remember that? God knocked him flat on the platform. How long did he say he laid there? An hour? Was it an hour? And said the church just observed this. They didn't know what to do about it. They just watched. He just laid there. Happens. <laughs>